Very good, sir. Okay. I will call to order the Peace River Town Council regular meeting for uh, Monday, October 25th, 2021 to order. Let the record show that we started at one minute after five. Uh, this takes us to the agenda. Uh, are there any additions or deletions, Mr. Parker? There is one addition and that's under 8.2, Your Worship. And it is the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board member appointment. 8.2? 8, 8.2, 8. Uh, okay. that is correct, under new business. business. Okay, very good. Um, that takes us, uh, so I'll take a motion to adopt the agenda as uh, amended. So move, Your Worship. Okay, all in favor? Passed, and that takes us to the um, uh, minutes of the October 12, 2021 regular council meeting. Um, and that should be pretty well the last set. Um, so um, uh, I take it there were no errors or, uh, or typos or anything like that in the uh, minutes. Um, so is there anybody who would like to uh, mo uh, make a motion to adopt the minutes as presented? Your Worship, I did not see any corrections in the minutes, and I'd like to make the motion that we accept the October 12th minutes. All in favor? Um, are there any public hearings, Mr. Parker? There are none. Any presentations? There are none, Your Worship. Bylaws to be passed? There are none. Business to finish? Unfinished business is unfinished already, and we haven't done any today. Okay. Uh, that takes us to new business, and there's a request for decision regarding the ICO trans, trans franchise fees. Uh, who's going to lead the discussion on that? Mr. Trevish, will we do that? Good evening. Thank you, Mr. Yes. Parker, and thank you, Your Worship and members of council. I thought it... <clears throat> I thought I would just share my screen with you. I have a short PowerPoint to help follow along for this request for decisions. So just bear with me while I bring up my technology. Okay, what do we see here? You see uh, your two screens there. Uh, yeah, there we go. Can you see the request for decision PowerPoint now, or do you see two slides? We see two slides, uh, two slides. We see the first oh. and the second next slide one. Okay. Is that okay that way, or do you want me to yeah, figure out? Yeah, okay. that's fine. I can read the first one. So. Okay, so the last time council looked at franchise fees with ATCO um, was in 2020 with respect to electric franchise fees. And at that time, um, council increased the rate from 8% to 8.5%. Um, and that's where it's currently sitting today. Um, in terms of gas franchise fees, it was reviewed in 2018. And at that time, it was agreed to leave gas franchise fees at 29%. So we're still sitting at 29 for natural gas and 8.5% for um, electricity. 
So what we'd like to talk to you tonight about is three options, and we're going to sort of read backwards here. So starting with option one under electricity, um, the administration is recommending that we increase the um, electricity franchise fee by 3% from 85 to 11.5%. That has an impact of um, on a, a smaller customer with an apartment style uh, residence of about $1.51 per month, or that translates into about $18 a year. Um, for a larger customer with a larger footprint, they would be looking at about a $6.54 monthly increase, which translates into $78 roughly per year. This option would see the um, municipality have additional revenue pickup of $221,000 approximately. And under gas, if we did the same 3% increase, the impact to the average home residential, residential owner would be $20.11 over the year. And that option would pick up about almost $80,000 for the municipality. So option one between the two revenue um, generation uh, increases would translate into roughly $300,000 a year for the municipality. In your council package, we talk about option two. So this is sort of a middle option. So at a one and a half percent increase on the electricity trans fr franchise fee from eight and a half to 10%, the impact here is about 75 cents a month on the smaller customer, larger customers, $3.27. And the overall um, annual revenue, incremental revenue would be 110,000 for the municipality. And on the gas side, that option of going at one and a half percent increase translates into an impact on the average customer of about $10 a year and in increases our revenue as a municipality by approximately 40,000. So the total of option two would give us 110 plus approximately 40. So about approximately $150,000 in additional revenue generation for the town of Peace River. Moving on to option three, this would allow council to leave the franchise fee rates where they are today at eight and a half and 29%. And there would be no fee increases to our customers. And there would be, an, there would be um, a loss of revenue if we choose that option. We wouldn't be able to generate the additional revenue and there's no financial implications from option three. So tonight, the recommendation from the administration of the Town of Peace River is bringing forward to council a request for a decision to increase the electric franchise fee to 11.5% from the current 8.5% and that council also um, increase the, the gas franchise fee rider from 29% to 32%. Following that, the administration would then uh, have to put some public notices in our local newspapers. And there are certain deadlines where our residents would have to respond to those notices. And with that, I will turn it back to 
your worship for a request for decision. Okay, very good. Uh, any questions of Mr. Trabish? Uh, do you have a question, Ms. Downing? Your worship, I don't have a question, but I do have a comment. Uh, you know, I know that we're a little ahead of deciding where we're going to land on taxes for next year. There's still more work to be done, but we realized as a council, and we certainly discussed last, well, for this year's fiscal year and for the year 2020, that we weren't going to raise our taxes uh, because of the challenges people were faced with COVID. And my understanding was that we knew at some point we would need to be raising taxes. Now, that's my recollection. And so I put to some of the other people around the table about, is this really a time for us to, to is, is this a place for us to increase our revenue and then request less at tax time? Or is it gonna be both places and our citizens are gonna be coming back at us about that? Mr. Trabish, maybe I could ask you the question is, uh, you've done some preliminary work on the budget and, uh, and you've got an estimated shortfall in, uh, in revenues. Uh, can you speak to that or is it just too early to speak to that? Um, I would say it is a bit too early. Um, I would like to bring to council's attention um, the reserve shortfalls that were brought to your attention back when your auditor would have presented to you um, earlier in 2021. Those would be numbers I would be more concerned about and I would be through Mr. Parker um, recommending that every option or opportunity for revenue increases be sought to capture the prior year reserve unfunded amounts before you even look at going forward into prior year budgets, we have some, some catch up to do in our reserves to the tune of about uh, $5.8 million. That's one number for sure. We know going forward into 2022 is a number that has to be looked at um, even before we start talking about the 2022 operating capital budgets. So, Joanna, you, uh, your question was just, was it rhetorical? <laughs> well, uh, I, I was hoping that there would be some more discussion around it. I mean, that number is certainly, is certainly um, it, it catches your attention, let's just say that. But having said that, is that something we need to, to capture all in one year? Um, I mean, we're behind. Uh, at, like, do we go for the the, the home run, or are we gonna just eat, eat away at this a little at what we can handle? So, I, I, your worship, I was hoping that it would stimulate some more discussion before we came to a vote. Uh, well, I, I, I don't think this is a home run. This this echo franchise fee. So, <laughs> at best, it's a base hit. <laughs> I, I think we're kind of like taking it out and advancing the runner to second, hoping for a base hit later. Yeah. It's pretty much what we're doing with this. Yeah. Even if we go with a full 3%. So, Orrin Ford? What kind of timelines um, are there to have this decision made to... Uh, as far as advertising goes, like, does it have, does that decision have to be made today or be made in two weeks? 
Uh, we, for the electric franchise fee, Councillor Ford, we have to run that notice in the newspaper starting this week, at the, by the end of this week at the latest, and I'm not 100% familiar with how your newspaper ad deadline for this week works in the town of Peace River. Maybe Mr. Parker could help me out with that, but this ad for electric has to go this week because we have to give... Um, up until November the 10th for the residents to have an opportunity to speak to that. We have a little bit more time on the gas franchise fee. That one can be published by November the 15th. So it's the electric franchise fee that has to be notified or publicized this week. And, and so one of the problems, and if uh, council allow me, in our preliminary uh, budget numbers right now, we're, they're not looking good. I mean, what we have is we have right now uh, the RCMP fees, uh, and that's to the tune of close to $600,000. Um, 470, depends how you uh, look at it. Um, but then we also have the waste management, um, the possible shortfall of 240,000. So if you're just to take a look at last year's budget to this year's budget, and you didn't add anything in cost of living or anything, you're looking at close to $600,000 of just new fees that are being added to perform the same services. So um, that's some of the problems that we're looking at right now. Um, and uh, so th there's a lot of pressures on the uh, budget process. Ms. Manzer. So um, uh, you mentioned in the briefing notes, the little distinction between taxes and sort of user fees. Um, a thing like um, a government building for instance, it would be paying these franchise fees for its electrical and gas, would it not? Yes. And yet we don't fully recover um, full taxes from those from the provincial government and they've been cutting back, cutting back. So this is kind of one way of ensuring that some of the bigger users, which are public, um, also support our town in terms of uh, operational funding. Is it not? Yep. That is correct, Adam Deputy Mayor. Mr. Good. I think the, the you know, raising taxes is distasteful, um, simple. I mean, it is. Um, it's no secret that we're one of the, as far as the town in Alberta, we're paying one of the highest tax rates. And I'm, I'm not saying that as a criticism or a criticism of prior decisions. I mean, the mechanics of the town are, are such as they are. Some of the pressures that we've had are unusual for a town our size. Um, and we've, we've had discussions over the last number of years about that. The, the only thing that makes the, to me, that makes the franchise fees less distasteful is the fact that it hits all users equitably throughout throughout our tax base in other words it hits it hits the people that normally don't pay taxes it hits it hits the uh, basically that's it it basically is a fee that's paid by a number of people who don't contribute or contribute in lesser amounts to the tax base and we have situations without going into names of groups that paid x amount over the last number of years who are now paying less than they were paying because they made the decision to pay less and they're in a position to say, by the way, we're gonna give you less. Um, I think that's the only thing to me that makes this even somewhat palatable 
and the fact that it has a lesser impact on residential users than an equivalent tax rate. If we needed to raise that X amount of dollars in taxes, it would be hitting our residents higher than doing it by the franchise fees. I mean, those are just facts. So that's what makes this a little less distasteful than a straight ahead tax increase. Uh, I think Mr. Needham uh, had his hand up first. Uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm aligned with most of the conversation that's happening now. And I guess the other point I would underline is I'm a, I'm a big supporter of these franchise fees. Yes, it's spread out over a larger base. And the reality is if we didn't collect this franchise fee, the manner in which we do, we're simply going to go back to the property tax base and collect it there. So we, 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 need, the, we, need, the, we need the funds. We need the, we need the revenue. Uh, the 3%, yes, I agree. It's, it's a bump. But thinking ahead to where council is going to be in the next year, I... I'm an advocate for 8.5 to 11.5 and 29 to 32. I, I don't think we've got any choice. And again, has been stated, it, this is spread out over many, many uh, groups that do not pay any taxes. So this is one of those uh, methods, if you will, to uh, generate some revenue. So I, I'm okay with the recommendation. Uh, again, if we don't do it here, we're going to have to do it on the property tax base or reduce the service. So I, I, uh, I look forward to uh, further discussion. Do I hear you already making a motion, Mr. Needham, to adopt well, option one? I, I would, but I, I think I saw Councillor Scamahorn hand. Uh, well, we can yeah. still have a discussion, but are you making that, putting that motion on the table? Sure, I, it'd probably be right. better you put the motion on the table, then the deputy mayor, then she's going to wear it for four years. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So saying that uh, I'll wear this one, I would put a motion on the floor that the franchise fee move 8.5 to 11.5 on the electrical side. On the gas side, I believe I read 29% to 32%. Uh, okay. So that, that would be my motion, your motion. Okay. Uh, Mr. Scamhorn, you were going to add a comment or two? I guess I have two things. One of them is a question. Do these have to be done in separate motions? No. No? Okay. Uh, the other thing, yeah, we, we, we do run into a bit of a timing issue with like, oh, you know, this is, we're kind of, a, we, we're, I guess, what we would consider a, a lame duck council, um, given that the elections already happened. Uh, however, given that we have the, the timing of having to get this process done now, as opposed to waiting for the new council to do it, and then, oh, by the way, get up to speed on everything and, and be able to make an educated decision on it. Better if we make the decision now, if the new council decides that this is something that they find distasteful or they find this uh, revenues that we are currently going after now too much, they can rectify this on the property taxes later, so it's they're they're not uh, they're not being entirely disenfranchised by us doing this post election. So uh, I would support the motion. Any uh, any any other comments? I think we've gone around the table. Okay, uh, if not, uh, there's a motion on the table uh, from Mr. Needham, and uh, that one was effectively for. Option one, which uh, increases the electrical, the electric franchise fee, excuse me, to rider to 11.5%.
and the gas franchise fee rider to 32%. Uh, all in favor? No, that's unanimous. Oh, was it unanimous or, or not, Ms. Downing? I didn't. Uh, Shop. Sorry, did you vote against yes, it? No, I did not, Your Worship. Oh. Oh, yeah, it, it stimulated the franchise discussion, Your Worship, which okay. I was happy about. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Council. Um, that concludes my request for decision. Thank you. Okay, great. So there was one other item under new business, Mr. Parker, um, and it's just my, slipped my mind already. Yes, that is the uh, Peace Ridge Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board and Director McQuaig will be taking us through this one. Okay. Your Worship and Council. So, uh, as you know, we've been operating our uh, Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board for a few years now. Uh, and we need to uh, provide another member for the board. So under section 627 of the Municipal Government Act, the town must establish a subdivision development appeal board as it's shown in the RFD. Uh, so uh, per the uh, Peace River uh, subdivision appeal board agreement, the town needs to provide a public member to the board and that uh, the town has received an application from uh, Ms. Monica Robinson for that position. Uh, the term for the town's public member would be from the 30th of November, 2021 uh, through to uh, 30th of no November, 2024. Uh, Council Ford is currently the town's other current uh, Peace River Subdivision Appeal Board member. All partnering municipalities with members whose terms are expiring are required to provide new members to the Peace River Subdivisional Appeal Board. Uh, and once the member, updated membership list is compiled, all partnering municipalities will need to appoint the new members to the board before November 30th, 2021. So given the, the process timing, that's why we're asking for the decision uh, tonight. Uh, so there you have uh, the options before you. Uh, is to uh, approve uh, the application from Ms. Monica Robinson and forward that uh, as our member to the uh, SDAP or uh, to decline uh, Ms. Robinson uh, uh, to be the town's public member. Okay. Um, I don't see her resume in the package. Uh, uh, her educational background? Uh, she is and professional uh, background. Yeah, she's a practicing lawyer in town, uh, and she's been practicing for the last fifteen years. Uh, and she's also uh, been uh, president of the Peace River uh, BAS Association. Uh, she's been uh, part of the Good Shepherd Parent Council, and she's been a. a a director of the Peace River Winter Slim, uh, Swim Club, and currently the director of the Peace River Scottish Dance Society. So there again, uh, I think uh, her credentials as a, a lawyer will benefit the board. Right. And obviously sending her kid to uh, Catholic school helps quite a bit too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
So is she a U of A grad or a U of C grad? Uh, that I couldn't tell you. Uh, okay. Mr. Ford. I do believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. McQuaig, but I do believe uh, she sat on the uh, subdivision appeal board prior to the changes uh, yes. that yes. came. So yes, she, she, she has the so, experience. Yeah, so she does have that experience. And thank you for bringing it up, Councillor Ford. And so that to, to bring her up to speed uh, with the, the current uh, rules and regs for the sub, subdivision appeal board will be uh, very quick to get her up to speed. Okay, um, who would like to make the motion? Um, maybe perhaps Ms. Downing would like to make the motion seeing this is your last council meeting, at least for four years. Thank you, Your Worship. I'd be happy to, to make a motion on the administration's recommendation that council approve Monica Robinson as the town's public member to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board. Okay, all in favor? Okay. Great. Accepted. Council? Um, that takes us to reports. Um, there is one report uh, that's been submitted, uh, the Peace River Aboriginal Interagency Committee. Uh, their minutes for September 21st, 2021. Um, uh, Ms., uh, is it Ms. Mazur that sits on this committee or is it Ms. Downey? Okay, Ms. Mazur, is there anything that you wanna highlight in those uh, interagency committee meetings? Um, just that we um, have had a full slate of people attending these meetings um, in the past uh, year or so. And uh, per usual, we're looking forward to next June, the powwow. And um, at that point in time, we're still planning the Sisters in Spirit October 4th event and the um, September 30th, uh, Truth and Reconciliation Day event as well, which were very well attended and um, showing our, I guess, community uh, for Peace River and a lot of visitors um, from outside the town limits attended these events as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, along those lines, uh, the... Um was the Peace River Aboriginal Interagency Committee, were they going to, uh, uh, were they the ones that were going to put up the murals regarding the St. Augustine uh, mission? And, and I know um, that became derailed because of uh, mm -hmm. some the, other uh, residential school issues. Yeah, the Truth and Reconciliation Committee was actually uh, more uh, closely involved with those. And what they are doing is putting up, um, I think it's three information signs at right. the um, turnout at the site for now. And um, they will explain the site, explain um, uh, a little bit about residential schools and also have a listing of the 300 and some um, in people that they know that have been interned there. And, um, Right now, we're waiting for Treaty 8, who has uh, indicated that they would be in charge of um, eventually uh, doing the ground radar and things like that at that site. So other than the three information panels, the rest of anything is on hold until that happens. Right, these information panels were in the form of murals. It was No, um, they are the usual... 
I want to say about oh, okay. two and a half by 18 type okay. things. Um, the initial plan there was uh, uh, being funded through a federal government grant, which was going to have information uh, signs and some panels for the 13 buildings that were there, as well as laying out the perimeter of okay. three of those buildings. And so that's on, on hold, um, depending on what the ground radar comes up with. Right. Yeah. But, but, but sorry, yeah. Uh, but wasn't uh, Ms. Goulet uh, going to put up some artwork uh, where the the uh, at the, uh, the, where flags? the flags are? Yeah, at the flags. What's happened is that they there are now installed um, six pedestals, four of which have the information panels on them. Oh, and okay. yeah, so if you look just beyond the flags themselves, there's uh, some pedestals there in a semi-circle sort of. Uh, four of them have been uh, installed and we're waiting on wording and a little more information from a couple of the other um, uh, interest groups before those panels are made and put up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're well, really worthwhile going to have a look at. Yeah. And you know that that area has been very well used, and I think appreciated as a, you know, a, a site to uh, do some reflection on once in a while too. Right. I, uh, yeah, and the, the commemoration stone for the uh, uh, missing and murdered uh, women. Mm -hmm. uh, that's at the park, uh, as well as the uh, the five permanent flags, including the Métis and uh, and for uh, Treaty Eight flag. And, There's also uh, a peace pole. And peace. a peace pole, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So uh, I, I just want to uh, thank you for all your work on this on with the Aboriginal Interagency Committee, and and uh, and I should um, also uh, express some uh, great thanks for the uh, Truth and Reconciliation Committee. I um, I think they've. Uh, They've helped us overcome as a town the the inertia around reconciliation, and I think we're as a town we're way ahead of everyone else, um, and, and I think that will pay dividends uh, down the way. Um, and um, uh, well, for instance, I remember uh, uh, Chief uh, uh, Joseph Ever. Averon uh, mentioning that he thought we were the first urban community that actually raised the uh, the uh, Treaty Eight flag uh, permanently. So he was pretty impressed with what uh, the work that you guys have done. So thank you. Well, well thank you. the The committee has certainly evolved, and it's been a, a quite a learning curve, but. Um, Met a lot of people also who are, uh, you know, whose uh, uh, ancestors and whose present and future generations will be making use of that area and, um, you know, using it for their own personal, um, I, I call it reflections, but um, it's there for use yeah. and it has been well used. Um, the elders, uh, you know, Sagatawa establishing an elder in residence with Dave Malapi has been also very helpful for our community at times as well. So Sagatawa taking over the Aladair Rec Center, I think has some great possibilities for that part of our community. Right.
and uh, and I just signed a contract uh, uh, or a planning document uh, where the Métis uh, the uh, Métis um, six um, I think it's I, I think they're uh, I don't know they they don't uh, they don't call them wards but the the Métis Association of this area is uh, is looking to uh, to uh, embark on a uh, on on putting up some buildings on the uh, close to the uh, the ski hill, uh, basically a cooperative, which uh, I think will uh, I, yeah. So I think we we've done a lot. Uh, we've reached out to the Aboriginal community, and uh, I think we've made great progress in the last eight years. So thanks again. Oh, you're welcome. We certainly learned to listen, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that was a strategy, right? We we could have told them, yeah, we think you should do this and do that, but uh, but they needed to come up with what they wanted to see. And yeah, we we bankrolled it, but uh, uh, and as we should have. So yes, great. Um, so. I will uh, ask for a motion to accept uh, the the report for information. I'll move, or Mr. Ford, okay. sorry. Ms. Mr. Ford, okay, very good. Mr. Ford is making that motion, all in favor? Great. Uh, that takes us to information. Uh, we've, we finally got the letter from the Minister of Transportation. <laughs> I, when they phoned me up by phone, they made it sound like it was coming in the next 30 minutes. But uh, Ms. McQuig, how long did it take to uh, arrive? Um, I haven't checked, sir, but well over a week. So it was, it was a government few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just to summarize it for, uh, for the viewing gallery, if there is anyone in the viewing gallery is, uh, so the secondary clarifier uh, upgrade project at our wastewater treatment fund will be uh, funded in part under the Alberta Municipal Water and Wastewater Partnership. And the, uh, the town of Peace River will receive a grant of 39.62% of the estimated eligible project costs or up to $713,160 for the project. So that will, that will help uh, quite a bit. And, uh, but, um, but we still do have to, uh, we still do have to uh, find some, uh, some monies to uh, make that project uh, whole. Um, and, just on information, I have a couple of questions. Um, uh, so uh, maybe Ms. Bell can answer this one. Uh, the uh, the north the north boat um, take in and and uh, put in um, ramp. Where where what happened to that this year? Did we actually do anything on that or? 
So the North End boat launch yeah. is being transferred from DFO to the provincial government, the actual yeah. concrete pad, because um, that portion is in the water. So okay. that's not the portion being transferred to the town. Um, so DFO is unable to do the transfer uh, grant process. However, they were going to do that with the province. They're in that that government to government process. Okay, so uh, do you think that we will get uh, some grant money to upgrade or to to bring it back to uh, to as as new condition? We've asked that the federal government complete all upgrades prior to transfer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're gonna do that work and it's probably next year country for that. Probably, yeah, that that seems to be, cause if any work was gonna be completed, it would be done um, in the fall. So we've, that window is closed, yeah. Okay. Uh, talking about windows closing, uh, where are we on the, uh, the Saddleback part? Um, we are waiting for Mother Nature to stop this little bit of dripping she's been doing on and off the last few days. They've got most of the prep work done, so it's just the asphalt to be added. So this week, I'm hoping. Okay. And there's a phase three still to be had, right? There's a phase three and a four and a five and a... <laughs> We can phase this as, yeah, there's a more work to come. Yes. Okay, good. Um, I had another question that was somewhere along those lines, but um, I just have to read the agenda packages, I guess, which I won't. <laughs> good. Okay, uh, perhaps a motion to adopt, uh, to, to accept for information the, uh, the letter from the Minister of Transportation regarding the AMWWP grant. Mr. Good, all in favor? Yeah, my hand is up. Uh, <clears throat> are there any notices of motion, Mr. Parker? Yeah, I'm. 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 I read your lips. Yeah, yeah there are none. <laughs> there are some. There are. There are none. Um, there's no public in this room. Um, uh, Your Worship, I would like to add one thing for the public. Um, on behalf of all the staff of the Town of Peace River, I would like to formally thank the three members of council who have voluntarily retired from council. I've had the pleasure to work with Councillor Needham for the past six years of his 11 years on council. I've also had the privilege of working very closely with His Worship Tarpey, uh, Mayor Tarpey, who has also been on council for the last uh, 11 years, eight years of those being a mayor. In the past four years, working with Councillor Downing, on a personal note, I can uh, personal note I can honestly say that they've made me a better CAO, and the staff can attest to their dedication to the town of Peace River and their vision to the town of Peace River speaks for itself. We would like to thank you officially for your service, and we'd also like to let you know that we'll be doing a more formal presentation um, when we can all get back together in the new year in a room and uh, really celebrate uh, uh, your achievements. And thank you very much. Oh, well, thank you very much for that, Mr. Parker. And uh, maybe on behalf of 
the other counselors. I, I would also like to say that it's been a steep learning curve and we've had our bumps and uh, whatnot, but uh, uh, end result, I think Peace River uh, as a town is much better off for our work over the past, well, from four to 11 years, depending on how, who you're talking to. And um, a, a lot has happened in those years and just driving around town, uh, you can see it. Um, driving over the bridge, you can definitely see it. And soon we'll be able to drive under the bridge apparently. So we'll see that too. So thank you as well. And uh, along those lines, there's quite a bit of work going on on the uh, original highway bridge. So I, um, I imagine that there's gonna be a good infusion of, of cash in the local economy. So, uh, so those, hopefully those restaurants with their QR codes will be uh, bustling with business uh, as well as the hotels. Um, I, uh, and, and I now uh, remember my other question. What, have, what, uh, what happened to the Katravan uh, school? Was that actually, did, did they build it this, this summer or? Uh, it's underway. I, it's underway right now, okay. Do we have a timeline for completion on that? I, don't I thought it was a year, year and a half sort of it, thing. Okay. It's, not going to be, it's not gonna be next year, it'll be the year after or something like that. Okay, and that should uh, bring in some, uh, uh, that should also infuse the town with a little cash, so. Um, and are there local local contractors working on that, or or uh, do people know? Certainly, that PV Mart is going up quickly, but I'm not sure if there's a lot of local contractors going up, uh, putting work into it. But uh, it's certainly uh, yeah, they're raising the the girders uh, as we speak, and lay, and you can smell the smell the asphalt in the air around it. Um, so it's coming along nicely, and uh, given that PV Mart is the uh, farmer's uh, hardware store, I can see us being a, a booming agricultural center in no time at all. Okay, uh, so there's, um, and Ms. McQuaig, I, I take it there's no one uh, from YouTube land or wherever we've uh, broadcast to that uh, has we, put in any comments we presently have one viewer sir we did have two that viewer <laughs> has departed viewing in order to post um some communications items on the franchise fees onto social media okay don't um, worry it's only the information that makes us look bad <laughs> um and that um so, uh, so I will leave it to uh, to administration to uh, come up with key communication items uh, to put on Twitter or whatever social media platform they use, and um, that will actually take us to a uh, just so that we can be criticized for doing everything behind closed doors. We will have one more closed session. <laughs> and uh so if i could get a motion from mr ford to move us into uh camera i was going to suggest that uh counselor meet can make his last motion 
His last motion might be to adjourn the meeting. Yeah, I'll make that motion, Your Worship. Okay, all in favor? Okay, very good. Uh, so we go to breakout rooms. Is this right, Ms. McClake? Well, in the meantime, uh, I'll move that administration sign the uh, the agreement and uh, send a letter off uh, as discussed. Okay. Um, let me just, I'll text him here. <laughs> Maybe he already went for beer time or something that, like that. He just texted saying he's trying to come back in. Oh, okay. We will, uh, we're going to wait for him so he can make the, uh, the motion to adjourn his 11-year uh, career in municipal politics. Fuck, 11 years. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. <laughs> Sir, we are still recording. <laughs> yeah, that, that F-bomb was just for you. <laughs> we have had our ups and downs, shall we say. <laughs> one more tiny little down here. Just one more. <laughs> Jeez. I'm fine for waiting for a few minutes. That weather bomb must be really oh, there he is. playing havoc with the uh, communications. Yeah. And there you are, Colin, almost. Hey, welcome back, sir. So we sorry about that. I I I, I saw I saw a lovely picture. Then all, all hell broke loose. Yeah. Can you put your picture on? Uh, yes, just. Uh, or is that uh, okay? Great. So we we um, we decided to uh, let you. Uh, we waited so that you could put out the final motion and bring to a close your eleven-year career in municipal politics. Uh, just one thing, uh, Your Worship. We we need the uh, vote on the final motion. Oh, okay. For second and final motion. Mr. Horn's motion. To uh, to sign the agreements uh, as presented by the Peace Regional Waste Management Committee. Uh, all in favor? Yeah. So we we wanted to wait, Colin, so you could um, bring to a close your uh, eleven oh, year uh, your and my eleven year career in municipal politics. It's been a long time, and yeah. I remember that first. That first bar meeting after uh, <laughs> after oh, I, the... I, I I remember the the dog that chased you down the street and bit your bit your ankle yeah. as you were trying to get get somebody to vote for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the dog <laughs> voted for you. I'm not sure about the resident, but yeah, I, I, people want to get going, so I shouldn't ramble. But yes, yeah. uh, boy, it's although, uh, although it sounds like uh, Ms. Downing is trying to extend your uh, municipal career, but yeah, uh, well, we'll. We'll we'll have another discussion, but uh, <laughs> yes, that was a great picture, Tanya. I did catch it just uh, 
and uh, it was great. Boy, I, uh, I, I actually look pretty damn good. I mean, yeah. I, I look yeah. kind of youthful and not too dorky. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that was a wonderful project. And, uh, you know, when you're 20, $26 million project, I, I don't think that, I think that's the biggest capital project the town Peace, Peace River's ever, ever taken. The, uh, the water treatment plant, I don't think was that big. Uh, so yeah, a real milestone and a milestone for staff as well. Uh, I better uh, cut this off or, uh, or I'll be here for, uh, for 20 more minutes. So yes, your worship, I would put a motion on the floor to adjourn the meeting and it, it's been fun, everyone. Uh, uh, lots of laughs, lots of hard discussion, but uh, lots of good memories. So uh, all my best to everyone and uh, a motion to end the meeting, your worship. And to you, Colin. All right, thank you. All in favor of Mr. Needham's motion. Thank you, everyone, and All good right. night. Thank you.